joined by the Honorable Mayor Jim Langfelder, Mayor of Springfield. Good mayor morning. Langfelder, good morning to you. How are you? Good morning. Thanks for having me on, Greg and Chris. Appreciate yeah, it. You bet. No problem. Well, we, let, let's get started right away. We <laughs> don't have much to. time here and a lot to get to. Um, mayor, Illinois is the only state in the nation that meets all five federal criteria to completely reopen. And uh, not only did sound policy help us reach that goal, but the responsible actions of Illinoisans played a major part, too. Now, social distancing measures have worked nearly flawlessly at essential businesses. And knowing that restaurants already meet the stringent local cleanliness standard, shouldn't they be allowed to open tomorrow, at least partially? Uh, well, that's uh, as far as the order goes. I was in favor of opening up restaurants up to 25, 30 uh, percent capacity in June, uh, moving that direction instead of going zero to 50 percent in July. But uh, you're right. I mean, the uh, thanks to the Illinoisans, uh, especially here in our community, people have been abiding uh, and keeping compliant uh, for the most part. And we really appreciate it. That's why we've uh, you know made the metrics. And not only locally through the state of Illinois, but nationally. And that's what's interesting about this whole dynamic. You have President Trump, Governor Pritzker butting heads from time to time. And now they came to this convergence where they both met the goals that each others, uh, you know, set out to set. Mayor, um, one of the uh, big criticisms here is that uh, a lot of this is coming from the governor in the form of an edict. Uh, Nothing in the legislature has been passed to allow for the reshaping of an economy. How can we justify this if uh, businesses have been shut down, you know, essentially complying with the governor's orders uh, that haven't been approved by the legislature? I mean, isn't the executive there to enforce laws, not make them? Well, I think that was a mutual agreement, I believe, uh, that he has the authority uh, set forward. I think everybody was in agreement when this all started. And, you know, we find ourselves in the tough situation. Uh, really, what is our, all of our responsibilities of elected officials is to, for the public health and safety. And so that's job number one. We're moving that right, right direction. Of course, uh, now it's uh, getting to the point where more businesses can open up. We've been sending information to the governor's office, and they've been assessing it as far as uh, the parameters to open up. They have the guidelines of various industries, and they're working with the health professionals. So from that standpoint, uh, that's the direction they're going as far as what's right or what's wrong. I think that's up to the state of Illinois, the state legislatures, just like city council and myself. We have our discussions right there at city council. That's why we kept the meetings going on a regular basis. So we could talk through some of these challenges and the state uh, is doing so, uh, you know, the best of their ability, but uh, you know, there, there's going to be a difference in opinions, but the bottom line is uh, let's move forward with regards to the health and safety. And then also with uh, helping our economy move forward as well in that manner. Listen, I, Chris, we're going to, uh, there's a ton to get to. Uh, Mayor, I'm just going to ask you before we take a break here in a couple of minutes, but can sure. we keep you till 730? Sure. Okay, great. Because there's a ton oh, to get true. to here. So uh, it, it, talking to Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder with News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Tomorrow, um, we're going to see phase three of the governor's plan uh, put into place with outdoor dining and, and whatnot. But we've had several businesses here in the Springfield area and across the state, quite frankly, who have opened up anyway. Uh, you've got a gym, you've got uh, a restaurant, and you've got a salon here in Springfield. Um, the attorney for those establishments sent you a cease and desist letter saying essentially that there could be a federal lawsuit if the city persists above and beyond whatever the local public health department does. Why not leave this issue in the hands 
of the public health department, considering that the city council split on this question of enforcement. You've got pressure mm-hmm. coming from, you know, uh, political actors on both sides of the uh, the spectrum here, uh, asking you either, hey, let's open things up or, you know, putting pressure on you to uh, crack down. So isn't the proper place for these types of enforcement efforts to be the Sangamon County Public Health Department? Well, yes, we're on a, we're in a public health dynamic, and what we need is consistency. I think when you add attorneys to the mix, that's where things get confused. Uh, what happened originally back in April, if we remember what happened, was uh, CK, I think it was CK uh, Salon, uh, they were given a notice of cease and desist by the Sangamon County Public Health, and so was uh, Dirty South. They opened up prematurely or having get-togethers. They were uh, issued a cease and desist order, so... Fast forward to now, they are saying, oh, we can't do that. Well, in the process, when we had calls by the aldermen about disturbances, the police go out there and they said, we can't, you know, they can just, we just tell them what they can do, but they don't listen to us. There's no enforcement mechanism to enforce uh, social distancing or things of that nature. So that's where we came up with the OVN notice, ordinance violation notice, so we could get compliance through a fine mechanism. And so that's what we've done on numerous things, uh, cannabis, um, uh, with regards to any type of ticket process. So that's not out of the norm. That's within our uh, uh, parameters. But with regards to cease and desist, yes, it goes how that would work is now the new process that was just discussed yesterday, I, you know, to my understanding, worked out, is that the police would go out and then they'd uh, forward the information to the state and the county. But it is, uh, you know, it is a help. Uh, pandemic. It's their responsibility. Unfortunately, they threw it in the police officer's lap. And uh, that's what I lashed out about on Tuesday. The police are asked to do an insurmountable amount of things. I think they've, uh, I'd put them, I'd stack them up to any police force in the country. You know, we're a capital city, we're a target. We have protesters, and they've done a phenomenal job of maintaining uh, civility through this whole pandemic. And, Mayor, uh, we've got, of course, um, the ongoing questions about enforcement. And um, also, uh, it's been put out there in various circles, uh, either online or even in the letter that uh, Thomas DeVore sent you. Uh, and this deals with, you know, a question I asked you off air yesterday, but uh, let's hear it on air. Um, you know, there somebody is saying that they saw you at the Alamo in recent days, if not in the past week. Uh, you were at, uh, a, you know, downtown establishments on St. Patrick's Day when all this started. Uh, you acknowledged that that was a mistake. But what's your response to, um, you know, it's, it's floating around in the ether. Uh, you know, questions that uh, you were allegedly at a, a an establishment here in Springfield outside of the governor's order. Uh, actually, at St. Patty's Day, it's within the rights. I think they had populations up to 250. The establishments I were was in uh, were well below that. So, um, and that was I don't for recall. St. Apologize, <laughs> right? And so I did go into the Alamo to have lunch. The last day they were able to serve lunch. So, uh, you know, I abided by the order, just like uh, I believe the Alamo has, but. Uh, you know, with regards to that. So there, those are false accusations. Uh, you know, you can say, oh, I saw him in there. Well, yeah, if it was in March, early March, before all this hit. But uh, outside of that, that has not been the case. Moving on, um, we've got, of course, what's happening up in uh, Minneapolis. Um, police brutality, uh, a, a, a pretty gr- gruesome video that's been released. Um, you know, Springfield's got its own history of uh, race relations and significant problems with that, from the uh, the race riots in the uh, early 20th century to the formation of the NAACP here in Springfield. 
Uh, what's your reaction to what's playing out in Minneapolis, not just from uh, those looking for accountability, but uh, from, you know, even protesters uh, causing some questions of civil unrest in that area? What's Springfield doing to ensure that uh, we have proper relations and that police officers don't exceed their uh, their power, uh, causing to harm or um, the loss of life? Well, Chief Winslow can speak to that. As far as training, we do extensive training, uh, diversity training, uh, and then meet with, uh, you know, uh, our cultural leaders. Uh, Chief Winslow does that on a, a periodic basis. So I'm sure that's going to continue. Well, it continues, but it might uh, take place again here shortly. But with regards to that, it's sickening. I mean, what you saw the video, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's uncalled for. I mean, it's just a tragic loss of life. And what's happening in uh, Minneapolis, I think there's some uh, activities happening in California now. It's just tragic. I mean, it, it shouldn't be. We need to keep our civility as much as possible, uh, you know, and have uh, repercussions for those that do harm to others. And I think uh, that's what will play out in this whole process. But you're right. You know, we're the home of Abraham Lincoln. We've had our own challenges with the, you know, it goes all the way back to the 1908 race riots. And uh, we've learned from that and we've progressed from that, but there's still uh, ways to improve. Yeah, there, to, to add to that too, Mayor, you know, the, you've made it a priority, your administration has to have the at least Chief Winslow and, and some of the other people reach out in the community. There's been a lot of coffee and conversation type events, and and, and that, that's got to help race relations too in Springfield, I would think. Right, and it's, uh, you know, you're only one officer, just like the pandemic. I, I, I compared it to the council, it's just like the pandemic. One person can spread a lot of ill will, just like racism. A lot of ill will could be spread by one individual holding a Nazi sign or one individual using the N-word. It's uncalled for. I mean, that's, a, that, that's the, what we have to do is work together. We shouldn't, uh, we need to come together, especially in a pandemic. I mean, that's what's bothering to me is this pandemic has turned into a partisan politic uh, initiative at times. And it shouldn't be that way. We should be focusing on how can we uh, protect the general welfare of the public and then move forward in the positive direction, which we're doing, and now opening up businesses and support one another, especially with the brick and mortars that we have here locally. And so it's a, you know, a challenging dynamic with the coronavirus, but this is the challenging time where everybody should be on their best behavior, um, moving up to that level of support and working through our issues. If there's something perceived, we need to change that perception. If it's real, we need to change, you know, and it shouldn't be happening, then we need to change it. Yeah, they, they, amen. You know, <laughs> that they make sense to me. And finally, my my last selfish question for you. I took a gig playing dinner music at the main gate tomorrow night when they open up their outdoor seating. Am I going to get in trouble or what? <laughs> to keep your social distance, I guess you'll have to yeah. wear a mask. I, uh, yep, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm wearing a mask, yeah, six feet. <laughs> yep, I, I understand all but the really, rules. Really real quick on that, uh, we will have our guidelines because the state did put out good guidelines. You can go to springfield.il.us, uh, look at the COVID pla- uh, page, and we do have a supplemental because we do do the liquor licenses, and how it will be is it's seating and table. So the individuals, if you have a party of six, that's max you can have at a table or uh, to be at. But if you're going to a bar, you have to be at a table or a seat. It's not just where you're mingling throughout the crowd like you would imagine on a regular bar back in uh, you know, a year ago. It's you have to have a seat or a table that you can't be social. You have to be social distancing, and uh, there's not interactive with strangers and things of that nature. Yeah, very good. All right. So listen, Mayor Langfelder, thank you so much. As always, anytime you need us, just give us a call, okay? Well, thank you. Appreciate it, Chris. Have a good day, Greg. You too, Chris. Take care, guys. Take it easy. See you later.